Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hello, everyone. This is Douglas James Cottrell speaking. And this is Les Hubert. And tonight we're going to be talking about spiritual secret of light as we would like to consider ourselves. How do we live through these times of aggression and terrorism? Well, it all depends on your point of view. There are people right now who don't know that we're in this time of aggression and terrorism and difficulty. They might live in mud huts. They might live someplace where Wi-Fi is not highly established. They're basically isolated or insulated from the bombardment of the world news. There are some people who just don't care. I don't turn on the news. It's the same all the time. So getting back to the question is how do we defend ourselves and how do we deal with this situation? Well, first of all, it's a mental assassination that happens to us. And so if we avoid that assassination, we avoid that adulteration, then we are, we've got to beat. Oh. Now, you can't stick your head in the sand, not in today's world. But as I teach, you know, from your fingertips back, you have complete control. Anything from your fingerprints away from you is out of your control. You can write letters, you can say things, you can go online and communicate with whatever, but basically you can't not do much about that at all. So picking your battles, as they used to say in the old days, is what you need to do. Like, how do we deal with this, this time of chaos? Well, be prepared. Get some friends together, a clan, if you will, a tribe, if you will, because historically, that's how people survived. Oh. They got friends together. They built a little central place. They called it a fort or a castle or a cave. They circled the wagons, in other words. <laughs> so you get, you get your pals together, you get your families together, and now you have a community that now has strengths. And so you can defend or you can assist each other. And in these times of uncertainty, you can get together and work together to mutually prosper, to be prepared. Somebody will say, hey, look, you know, at so-and-so store, they got canned goods on. There's a big uh, shipment and, and they're, they're on sale. Really? Well, the, everybody in the tribe goes down, they load up. Or somebody in the tribe knows how to fix things, and they show everybody else on how to fix things. And somebody else is good with computers, and so they've got the latest um, app or program that's benefiting everybody, not just an individual. 
I know it sounds simplified, and I know that it's a, a matter of everybody wants to know, as I'm asked, just tell me the truth. What is the truth? Well, we'll never know the whole truth. We only know the truth in part, the part that we can comprehend. So when we hear these things that are chaotic and understanding that humans, as we know humans, don't like change, and the world changes every day, and big, big things change from one day to the next. Companies that were established for hundreds of years, next day they're out of business. You know, it wasn't too long ago, there we were doing well, and then all of a sudden somebody said, coronavirus and the world changed on that day. Mm, very true. So it's the magnitude of what we're attempting to deal with. That's the killer. But that's the challenge as well. So how do we deal with these, these times of uncertainty, these times of chaos? Well, we go to the spiritual aspects. We attempt for to go through dreams or meditation to look for solutions or look for answers, to look to the future to see how things are going to be so that we end up moving to a safe place, so that we have enough food in the basement to last six months or so, that we don't have to rush out the door when somebody said the supermarkets are going to close, that there's shortages here and there. Be prepared. Know how to grow your own food. Know how to fix all the things that you need to fix in your household or in your life. Don't be dependent upon any outside influence, person, or entity for your livelihood. Because sooner or later, that entity is going to let you down. If you're living on your pension, what happens if somebody takes the pension away? Have you a contingency? When you're going through life, you should be building for your retirement or more exactly your old age, or when you get older, if you will. Not too many people do that until they get old, and then it's too late. So some societies, they save 50% of what they make. 50%, all of their life. Okay, they work for 40 years, they save 50% of what they made for 40 years, and they've got another 40 years to live, they got it made. With that 50% they saved, it's automatically going to pay for the next 40 years. That's how to be independent. It's a well-known fact that in our Western society that most people, when they get to retirement, are dependent upon somebody else. And it's most often known that only 3% of the population is actually wealthy, meaning they don't need anyone else. They're not dependent upon anyone else for their remaining years. And then the rest of us are in the middle. Most people are sort of got a little money in the bank, sort of got a little wealth, maybe got the house paid off, but we still need income to come in from outside sources. You're vulnerable. You're in 
a sort of worry state that whoever's giving that money is going to continue the government, the, the company pension, whatever it is. So how do we get out of that situation? Well, we prepare for it. And what I'm saying now, I heard myself when I was a young man. I didn't save 50% of my money. I was like everybody else. But I did buy a house. And so it's not a hard thing to do. It's just a matter of being prepared. Get people together that you can have a community that you can rely on each other. And think about the mentality of, of being a tribe or a clan and how they did it in the past. And that's how we can do it in the future. Now, our clans can be on the internet. They can be tens of thousands of people. But what we need is a small group of people who can rely on each other that when you get in trouble, when you're sick or when you're in need, that somebody's going to be there that actually cares about you. That's the ticket. That's the way out. Now, the hard part of that is dealing with each other. But people who are in the wake up, people who are aware, know that there's going to be disagreements. But if there's the will to cooperate and get along, then you create a loving mentality and you'll get people who love one another and they will assist each other. They won't be jealous of each other, they won't be greedy. They'll be joyous when somebody else has a victory in their life or they has, have something wonderful happen to them. So the answer to that one is how to deal with these hard times is to cope and to thrive. You cope with the, the things coming because you know that this is temporary, it's gonna change. No matter what comes at you, God sent it to you in the first place. And if it's coming at you, then there must be some spiritual lesson here. There must be some solution that's coming along with it. There are always, always, always alternatives to everything. No matter what happens to you in life, you just have to keep looking for them. And of course, the more eyes on the ground you have helping you to look for that solution, the quicker you find it. And that's why it's good to have friends. If you can't have a tribe that lives in the same proximity or the same community, well, then have some friends who care, who will come to your help, your aid rather when you need help. And be one of those people too. Don't wait to be asked, volunteer. But remember, whatever comes at you, there is a solution. And one thing to understand is that the universe, universal mind, God Almighty, will never give you anything more than you can bear. Holding those things in your mind, you can get through anything. You don't stop, you don't procrastinate, you don't feel sorry for yourself, you don't pity yourself. You say, okay, somewhere here there's a solution. What am I learning? And have you ever noticed that when you have a difficult task or difficulty in life, when you go to look at it, it looks hopeless, like how can I do this? But as you get through it and finish it, don't you feel a certain sort of sense of pride? I did it. Yeah. And that is something to remember, no matter what comes at you, you or your friends can handle it. Don't give up. Life is like a roller coaster. It goes up and it goes down. But as long as you stay in 
in the car on the ride, you'll get to the end. Don't jump off early. Don't give up early. Don't become, you know, desperate or despair. Pray. The universe gives opportunities and it sends solutions to challenges, problems. But it doesn't stop them because it's yours to deal with in the first place. And that's another thing to remember. Okay, what am I learning here? This is how people in the wake up see their life. Always a challenge, always a new issue, a new problem, a new challenge, a new benefit, a new opportunity to be more than I was. Mm. And every time you overcome something, it feels good. I did it. <laughs> and that's how you deal with chaos and difficulty. It's perceived in front of you. There's always a blessing. All right, Doug, hold that thought, and we'll be right back with Dr. Douglas. Oh. Oh, what's up? I'm just not sure what to do with my health issues. And I keep having this recurring scary dream. What's that about? And I I just don't know if my instincts are right about my business ideas or, or anything right now. Maybe it's all past life issues. Have you thought about a phone consultation with Dr. Cottrell? A 45-minute chat should help you out. It's not a deep trance meditation, and you'll find it's just as helpful. Plus, with COVID going on, they're discounted from $375 to just $275. $100 off. Great idea. I love talking to him, like chatting with a long-lost friend. He's like tapped into a ton of wisdom, loads of spiritual insight, and he's on point. Oh. Now what? I can't find his number. Seriously? In this day and age? Ready? Mm-hmm. 519-471-1110. Call from anywhere in the country. If you need more info, I found his website too. It's douglasjamescottrellstore.com. And we're back with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. You know, Doug, I remember a story my grandfather told me when he was living with us uh, towards the end of his life here. And, you know, when I got to know him, uh, he mentioned some times that he had gone through, like the Great Depression, where, you know, things were scary. And I asked him, I said, you know, how did you get through this, you know, Gramps? And he said, well, it took a lot of, he said, it, faith really did help. He said, prayer. Uh, and uh, he said, we really, we literally knelt down and prayed, he said, with the rosary. And he said, as soon as that happened, he said, I started to feel better and opportunities started coming into the door that I had to act on. But he said, it wasn't like suddenly my bank account was full. He said, I really had to act on these opportunities. And so, but you mentioned something interesting, you know, how these are lessons that we are here to learn. And this is basically just our classroom. It's not really our home here. We're not, you know, our, our home is in spirit. So what is the silver lining with all this craziness going on right now? Is it because, is it that this is a school and that uh, we are here to learn lessons and as we embrace those lessons, we can simply and sincerely move on and move forward? Well, interesting you mentioned about your grandfather. I had the same thing said to me by my mentor, Reverend Alec Holmes, who taught me spiritual healing and things like that. And uh, he told me that when he prayed, those coincidences and chance opportunities kept coming. 
But when he forgot to pray, and the coincidences and the chance and the luck, the lucky things, seemed to stop. And so praying is sincere, asking for the benevolent influences in the great beyond to assist you. Not to do it for you, but to assist you is the right way to pray. And when I'm asked what is the best prayer, I say, pray for opportunities and people to bring you opportunities and pray to have the wherewithal to recognize when an opportunity is being presented. As you see prayer as a working mechanism in that light, then like your grandfather and my friend Reverend Alec Holmes, and then you yourself can say, when I pray, I have a certain degree of luck. Little things happen that are pleasing or pleasant. I have coincidences or chances or people give me things or say things to me that help me find my way. So prayer in that essence helps you see and experience that there is a purpose to praying and a proper way to pray. When I say proper, I mean in a way that you understand how prayer works. Because all prayers are beneficial, even if you're in desperation and say, God Almighty, help me. That's a prayer. Better to say that than nothing. And then understanding that concept of difficulty that we're in, the lesson that we're learning, the benefit of the changing times we live in is to help us recognize that we're here to purge ourselves of all our weaknesses, our difficulty, our trials and tribulations that uh, are there in our lives that are distracting us. If you're in an environment and you can maintain your peace, maintain your hope, are not triggered into some emotional derogatory experience, then you're basically in harmony with the universe. And being in harmony with the universe allows you to look for the solution, try to determine why is this happening. Because things that happen to people that are really bad, when they're going through those times, know it's really bad, but they don't know why. Mm -hmm. Years later, they find out that that exact bad experience was beneficial to them in the future somehow. Sometimes people have difficulties and bad experiences, and it focuses them into a career in the future mm -hmm. that they otherwise not would have experienced. Mm -hmm. right. Somebody gets beat up, and they become a policeman or policewoman. Somebody is hungry all their life uh, as a child because mom and dad either split up or they can't provide, the kid's always hungry. They become farmers or they own up a, open up a restaurant or they become wealthy because they know what it's like to starve. 
So events in life sometimes are like the precursor, you know, get you on the path where you're kind of lolly dying down the path and then you get that cosmic kick in the pants and all of a sudden you're, you've got a mission. Just about everyone I know has had some trial, difficulty, or challenge that has persuaded them or provoked them to do what they do today. Not everyone. Hmm. But that's the universe, you know, getting you back on the path, getting you on track. So I'm not sure where your question was going, but it's like, can we deal with anything coming at us? Yes. Is there a reason for things that are coming to us and what the benefit is? It's to make us grow. You can run away and lock yourself up in a little church somewhere or a little cabin and isolate yourself. Okay, are you growing or are you just vegetating? (laughs) You know? So it's better to be in the world, like the good book says, and be of the world so that you're in in the world you're you're basically dealing with yourself your own human frailties and strengths to overcome you know temptation excess you know have a balanced ego so that you're going to ascend to the highest dimension where you are balanced and you have the idea and the experience of unconditional love. Because dealing with people is really hard. Mm-hmm. Giving people something that they need without their permission, they get angry. <laughs> Giving people money, they get more angry. Because you didn't give me enough, or you should have done this, should have done that. Mm-hmm. So any philanthropic individual has to learn how to help people in spite of themselves. Because the people being helped will criticize the person giving the help in most cases. So what we're doing here is we're learning about ourselves, which if we look at ourselves as a multi-dimensional, interdimensional being, that we are timeless. We have this consciousness within inside us we call the soul. At that is collecting information and understanding. And that's what the earthly dimension experiences are all about, to experience life to its fullest. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we get into, some of us, into doldrums. We sleep, you know, half the day. We We take medications or alcohol or other Uh, things to pacify us. It's all artificial. It robs us of our life. And if we come to that point that we have a mission here, there's something important that we're looking for. There's one thing in this life that we are going to learn, and it's the most important thing our soul needs to know. Just one thing. Then it projects us into a state of discovery and understanding, you know? It's true that familiarity breeds contempt. 
Think of it when you were younger. The world was always exciting. There were things to discover. You didn't know how everything worked. You didn't have Google when you were a kid. And now here you are sitting behind a computer screen and you can type away and get answers to almost anything. But you can't smell the flowers. You can't feel the sea breeze. You can't hear the real sounds of the of these uh, porpoises in the ocean. You can't feel the hot sand under your feet. You can't feel the perspiration on your body or the sun beaming on it, but giving you a tan. You can't hear the chatter of people, the music in the distance, that train whistle late at night, far away, that eerie sound that's so pleasing. You can't hear the chatter of the birds. You have to be out there and experiencing the world. You can intellectually understand everything, but you don't know it until you experience everything. When you do that, you have knowledge and experience, you have wisdom. Well, thank you, Doug, for another great podcast. Make sure and subscribe and follow us on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor to listen to The Wake Up. And remember, my friends, faith is built upon belief, and belief is built upon evidence. Until next time, uh, we'll be right here looking for the truth on The Wake Up. This is uh, Douglas and Les saying goodnight. Until next time, God bless. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.